At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Lombardi Line here on a Memorial Day. We welcome you in. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi, one last day in the office as he moves to a new one. Uh, we start up the second hour here talking a little NFL. Maybe at this point we should just talk about the teams that haven't been mentioned and connected to Julio Jones. Oh, don't get me started on this, Patrick. Please. I mean, you know, the Falcons have a one for Julio Jones. They do? Somebody's offered him a one. They haven't taken it. Like, how is this possible? Like, how are people not saying this makes no sense? The Falcons have a one for Julio, and yet he's still available. And then today, Peter King reported, which I think is true. The best offer on the table is somewhere in the second round. The Titans have offered a second, you know. And then yesterday, Seattle's talking about Julio Jones. Seattle, but yet they have a one on the table. They, they don't even have a one, Seattle. How is this? How do these rumors add up? Like, I can just make anything up and just put it out on Twitter and say, okay, here it is. Here's what's going on. It makes no sense. I mean, look, if Atlanta could get a one for Julio Jones, he would have been traded by now. I've made that really clear. All this talk that they have a one in their pocket and they're just shopping is just Atlanta using a worldwide leader reporter to kind of increase their traffic, increase the interest to try to cause somebody to stir around and make it up. That's all it is. That's all it is. Hey, here, put this out there. That would be good. And that's what it's a it's an advertisement. It's no different than a billboard that you drive by on the way to work. 
Okay, may I ask you, we'll get to the updated odds. The, the, what's um, just for technicality purposes here, uh, trading them pre-tomorrow and post-tomorrow, June 1st? Well, it's huge pickup. I mean, they could designate them a June 1. Uh, they did it today. Why do it today? You can do it tomorrow. June 1 means that all his cap charges will, will go into the 2022 cap. When we know that cap's going to go over $200 million. so they're going to pick up $15 million. The Falcons are going to eat a ton of that room, and it gives them the ability to sign their draft choices, which they desperately need to do. Okay, Michael, the, you and I sat here two days ago, and the Patriots were 2-1 to one to land his services. That, that's dropped. They're 4.5-1. to one. They're still the favorite, barely, over the Titans, who are 5-1. to one. But how about the Patriots, who that is the discussion that he'd like to go there and play with Cam and Belichick, now 4.5-1. to one. I think the I think the 49ers are or the Titans should be the favorite. I, I don't see New England wow. being able to jump the hurdle of the contract, jump the hurdle of the asking price. Do I think New England is interested in, in Julio? Yeah, I think there's no doubt. Who wouldn't be interested in Julio? However, Julio comes with a contract, and that contract has a lot of money attached to it. It's got 15 million guaranteed this year. It's got 11 million guaranteed next year. That's 26. It's got another 11 million after that. That's 37, 37. And when you add all the other things in, it's probably around 39 for three. 39 for three with 15 guaranteed. Do they take that on? That's not typically something they do. Now, they have a quarterback that's not costing them a lot of money. They could do it, but they have to see where it would where they would be in 2022, not necessarily 2021. And can Julio? This is the big thing we don't discuss at all. Can Julio stay healthy? Can Julio be able to deliver on that type of contract? 39 million for three years, just about 13 million per year. He's worth it when he's really when he's the Julio that we remember from we remember him from 15 and 16. You see, the Julio in 21, that's the different story. That's five years ago, what we remember. Yep, and he's 32. These at, when they hit that wall, too, you never know when it's coming. It's hard. You it never know hard. when it's coming, and, but when it comes, it comes. And then the problem is they have no juice. They can't separate. They're not a number one receiver. But you can't tell them they're not a number one receiver. You can't tell them they yeah, can't do the things that they Yeah, their conditioning still believes that they are. And they want the ball as much as anybody. If the uh, by the way, I'm going to bet DraftKings has got the 49ers, the land of services at nine to one. That's the third time when we brought this up. You've said I think the 49ers. That's a great number at nine to one. They're your one. I two, think three. it is too. Yeah, I, I think it is too. You know, and and, and why not take it? You know, Kyle Shanahan knows them. They seem like they're trying. But to me, again, I think that the asking price at a two is a little too much for most teams. Forget that they they have a one in their pocket. Come on. You see it there, the Patriots, who were 2-1, to one, now 4.5-1. to one. The Titans, who apparently have offered a second-rounder for Julio, are 5-1, to one, tied with the Rams at 5-1. to one. The Falcons are sitting 6-1. to one. And then there, Michael Lombardi, he just, listen, these are ones you take a flyer on. 9-1 to one's a good price on Julio Jones ending up with the 49ers. This is the Lombardi line as we welcome you in, presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point on a Memorial Day. Michael Lombardi, of course. Uh, okay, got a couple of things for you. Oh, I, <laughs> I want to play this for you. Let's go ahead and roll what we've got for Michael on Mac Jones here. Take a listen. Uh, Mac, uh, good energy. Uh, awesome guy, man. Uh, you can tell he's happy to be here. Um, comes to work and... Uh, you know, you just could feel his energy and his leadership uh, already. Uh, he has a swag to him that uh, I didn't know that he had at first. You know, he's out there 
Um, he's out there confident, and, that, and that's what you need in a quarterback and in all our players. You know, you got to have confidence. So uh, he's come in with that, and I feel like that's going to take him a long way. That's Kendrick Bourne talking about Mac Jones. He's got swag. I didn't know he had. How about that? Cam Newton's <laughs> your favorite at 278 to, to start week one. Mac Jones at plus 275. A thoughts on Kendrick's think, reaction? Well, I, th- I think everybody that seems to be around Mac, this isn't just like, this isn't PR. Like, for whatever reason, Mac seems to gravitate towards players. Yeah, people like the I mean, players we saw, love Mac. Yep. We, we saw all the Alabama receivers that had really no skin in the game. when They, they, they volunteered that he was better than Tua. Volunteered it. You didn't even have to ask him. It was, was out prompting. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that what we're surprised is, I think the worst thing that happened to Mac Jones was that the picture of him smoking the scar in the locker room and that body. I think that's just really – that imagery has really made people think he's not a good athlete, which isn't true. You know, and I'm one of them. I was one of them. I'm like, oh, my God, can you draft somebody that looks like that? He's a better athlete than you think. He's got better flexibility. He's got a really good arm. He's got really good accuracy. He does things, eye-hand coordination that's outstanding. He can move. You know, and he did numbers at Alabama that were remarkable. So – that all being said, I don't think he'll beat our Cam Newton in this year. I don't. I think Cam Newton, with a year to be on that practice field in New England, to work against the Patriot defense, to really get in tune to having to make the mic calls, being able to point things out, being able to set up the offense. I think, I think Cam Newton's going to be hard to beat out. Now, as the year goes on, and if he doesn't throw the football effectively, I could see Mac Jones closing the gap with each week. I just don't see it in the month of September. I would take, I would take Cam at minus 278. And to be fair to Mac with the picture, we all have bad angles. Uh, yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately for him, it's just every angle. Because if you saw the body, I don't know what was going on. But yeah. you, you brought it yeah. up. His teammates, that was unsolicited. Can't wait to, can't wait to compliment him. I, I think it was Tom Curran who was writing that, you know, they seeing him in person, they were unimpressed with his size, unimpressed with his arm strength overall. But his accuracy was there. But the teammates can't stop talking about how, how much they love Mac. It's really remarkable. I mean, he constantly wins more fans over every single time he's out there. It's pretty clear. I yeah, mean, everybody likes him. You know, there's something that he has in the huddle that, you know, he doesn't, hey, say some good things about me. You know, it's, it's, it's very clear that he has genuine uh, ability to gra- have people gravitate towards his leadership style. If this was built on... You know, built on paper, Ryan Mallett would have been the greatest player of all time. I mean, nobody had a bigger yeah. arm and taller than Mallett, and, you know, it's Stidham Mallet as well. Mallett could anticipate. Yeah, I mean, Mallett could. Stidham can't stay healthy. I think that's a big issue for Stidham. You know, his confidence isn't at a very good level right now. You know, he's seen quarterback. I mean, they've even brought Brian Hoyer back, so I think that's that spells doom for Stidham. But I think when you look at Mallett, I think a lot of it was just could I th- is Mallett going to be able to work as hard as he needed to work to get his body in shape? And everything I hear about Mac Jones is he's willing to do those things. Mac Jones will work hard. Mac Jones will do the things he's needed to do to be successful, and I think that's going to be really important. Yeah, if, I, if I'm watching on Nesson uh, or, or a New England fan, I got quietly pretty excited about Mac Jones. There's something to him, you know, uh, Saban loved them. The play, the the players loved them, and we're sitting nine and a half. I don't generally get so involved with the Patriots, but I love the Patriots this year, Michael. They're sitting nine and a half. Uh, under is a little juiced up at minus one twenty five over at BetMGM. 
you know, it's a tougher division now. And you see in the in division, they're three and a half to one, the AFC East. I just, I love how hungry they were in the off season and spent more than anybody. Yeah. And, and they've got a team that I think is hungry. I think they got a lot of guys that came in there, whether it's Van Noy, whether it's Kendrick Bourne, I think they got a lot of guys that want to prove, even though they got the contracts, Aguilar, you know, I think that they have a sense of the right players in their locker room that'll take to the field and be able to demonstrate what they've learned from the coaching staff. And I think this is really critical. I've said this all last year. I think there was no team more affected by not having OTA days and not having an off-season program than the Patriots. That's their bread and butter. I used to say it when I worked there. The secret sauce here is in player development. It's getting the players to improve their game. Because when they go somewhere else, Van Noy goes to Miami, doesn't play as well. You know, Ted Karras goes to Miami, doesn't play as well. Then they come back, and all of a sudden they play much better there. Trent Brown's the perfect example. I mean, Trent Brown's the poster child for the program. You know, he's out of shape, out of, out of condition, can't do anything in, in Las Vegas. He comes back. They're going to make him the right tackle. He'll have a hell of a season for him. And for some strange reason, Trent Brown, for all the nonsense about nobody wants to play in New That's England, right. about all that nonsense, Trent Brown, here's one of the laziest guys in the league, all due respect to you, Trent, who wants to play there. He wanted to go Think back. Think about that. Yeah, he wanted to go back. He hated, hated, hated playing for Love You Man. Hated playing for Love You Bro. You know, and so that just to me, there's such a there's such difference in terms of the the perception that we we get fed from this the media that's telling us, you know, Julio Jones they've got a one for him in Atlanta. If they had a one, they would have traded him for a one by now. Like, what more do you need to understand? If you want Twitter clicks, go ahead, buy it. But that's not real news. Also, the Aguilar signing, it's, you could all, the Aguilar signing may have simply come from the anecdote of him taking a leadership role during halftime. Belichick's just like, yep, I want that hunger. You know, there's something I mean, about yeah, it. I mean, and they, left, and they left there complaining about the lack of accountability. You know, everybody thinks Gruden's. Everybody thinks Gruden's this really this demanding head. Gruden doesn't want confrontation. Gruden will run away from confrontation. He's not going to challenge the players. He's just going to complain about them. And so, therefore, there's no one held accountable. And here's Trent Brown, who, you know, needs to be held accountable. The thing that you got to admire about Trent Brown, Trent Brown knows what he needs. He needs somebody over him constantly, making sure he's improving his day every single day. You know, you can't do it because you're friends, but you would be able to write an amazing Belichick book. And let me just explain for one second, because you come at things from a very humanistic perspective and it would take us, you would, you, motivation would be explained as opposed to, you know, he is, a, he's kind of this unknown enigma because he doesn't give much to the media, but man, I'd like to read that. You just get his approval and write the book. Yeah, but the thing I think people misunderstand and you, you can appreciate this having watched Patricia in Detroit is there's these copies of him mm. that really don't do him justice. That's really not who he is. That's not who he is. He is truly a stoic. He truly was Marcus Aurelius. He doesn't mm. worry about things he can't control. So when the newspaper reporters don't sit up straight in the room, that has none of his business. He could <laughs> care less about that. You know, whereas Patricia's telling him to sit up straight. Like, I mean, seriously. And you're calling yourself a deceit. There's such a disconnect between the people that actually think they know what the coach does and what the, they really know what the coach does. And, and the, that world apart is so vast. 
and so far, this is why you see these bad imitations when he, when someone goes off to another team as a head coach because they're duplicating something that I don't even understand. Imagine decorum lessons, and I would never talk about his physical appearance, but somebody walks in so slovenly like Patricia, and he's given decorum lessons when he hasn't won a thing. That's the, what is it, hubris, I believe is the word. That is the definition of it. And yeah. this facsimile of trying to be, like, that's what people, the, the teammates, not to get too in the weeds here, but the teammates kind of joked about Patricia that it seemed like he was trying to act like something as opposed to being who he, you know, maybe he's a good human being, but he was trying to act. Yeah, but I think, you know, who are you acting like? Because that's not who you were acting like. It's not Bill. Right, right. That's right. what I keep saying. Like, that's not, that's, if you're going to act like Bill, there's a lot to act that's really good. But that's not him. Worrying about how people sit in there. We're correcting people. You know, when Mangini was the head coach of the Browns, he was correcting people's spelling in the reports. Oh. That's not Bill. Oh. You know, that's not who Bill is. That's, you know, Bill's worried about what the task at hand, what's most, what matters most. So I, I just think to me that this is what gets disconnected when you talk about the Patriots. And I think going back to how does this affect the betting market? How does this affect the betting Nine market? Nine and a half is the so total. You got to feel, feel like, look, they will be able to, uh, they will be able to improve their team as the season goes on because they've got a foundation through OTA days. Mm. Very, very, very key. May, just a quick aside, McDaniels in his first stint, he was a kid when he got the uh, the job in Denver. Do you think Josh, every time I watch New England's offense, I'm just blown. I think he's so underrated. Do you think Josh McDaniels will get another chance and be good the second time around? I do think he'll be much better the second time around. Yes, I think he's learned tremendously about the experience. I do think he's one of the best game. My son and I were talking about this the other day in the car. He, he's one of the best adjusters of the game, being able to figure out what the defense is doing and understand how his offense has mm. to adapt and fit within that during the course of the game. You know, and how he would want to play the game based on how they practice, based on what they know. And I think that that certainly he would uh, he would be really uh, he would be effective doing that. But McDa and just one more McDaniel's Patricia maybe even O'Brien there is this almost unwarranted ego that isn't there with Belichick. Do you know what I mean? Where these guys no, leave there no and there's an ego, but where'd they get the ego from? Belichick doesn't come across as egotistical. There you go. I think that's the really that's the big point. I think that that's the point is they're not really duplicating somebody. You know, I read when I read The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. I, I put the book down and I and I found Ryan Holiday's email and I basically said, Ryan, you just wrote the best book on Belichick hmm. anybody's ever written. No kidding. You just wrote the best book on Belichick. And, I, and he and I became friends because of that email. He and I became friends because of email. His next book, Ego is the Enemy, he came to our home in, 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 in New England and sat in our living room, and we talked about how ego in the sport, and he went through. We had dinner together, Millie, he and I, and, and so we went all through it. We became, we're friends now. But that book, to me, I, and I said this to John Schneider when, when I saw him out at Marcus Mariota's workout. I said, John, how you doing? This is after the Super Bowl, after the play of the Super Bowl. And he's like, well, you know, I said, look, Read this book. This book will be able to help you understand exactly why you lost. Wow. And I think that's the best that's the best book you could possibly and understanding who he is and what makes him and how his mind works. And I think that that's really what what helps and I think that that's why you have to approach it. That's why like I said to you 
this book Noise by Daniel Kahneman that's just out. I think that's a critical book to read before you get into this betting market because we have so much noise in these betting markets. You know, there's steam. We don't really know where it's coming from. We think it's coming from the sharps, but we, we've never seen them. You know, we don't know where it is. We've seen line movements. You know, there was steam on the Wizards the other night. You know, there was no steam on Boston last night. So I think you have to make decisions in a vacuum. And I think that when you learn about that, I think you become better. And that's what Bill has typically always done. Yeah, the holiday books. Good job by you. Uh, I think you introduced his books to the NFL and to competition. Sometimes the most, and this comes with sports betting as well, the most you can learn is from things that have nothing to do with sports. That's why Annie Duke's nothing book is, is tremendous as well. Right. Uh, and we got to get her back on. Now, and now we're in the summer. we got to get her yeah, back on talking great. about decision-making. She's tremendous. Yeah. yeah. And, and somebody asked me, somebody emailed me, actually, a listener of the show, and said, well, what, you guys are always talking about the opener and the closer. Uh, the best way to put this as far as an opening number and a closing number is like a Michael, Michael's book. There's an introduction. There's a conclusion. But the story of the bet is with the movement in between where that opens and where that closes. So every number is like a book. That has an has a has an introduction, has a conclusion, but the real story is told in the middle, and that's what we try to capitalize on with the line movement here. Um, quickly on, there, remember you could go 19 and 0, and the 07 Pats did their best. They go 18 and 1. Now there's an opportunity to go 20 and 20 and 0 with the 17 game season. Uh, team to go 20 and 0 this year, 40 to 1 odds, and Patrick Mahomes is on the record saying the only. Record, I have my eyes set on breaking, which would be new this year. We'd be going 20-0. and 0. Uh, Mahomes, I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> Nothing past that. Kid. I wouldn't either. I mean, if they, you know, look, let's face it. If you can't get to him and you can protect him like they, they typically can against some lesser competition, you know, it's going to take a lot to beat them. You're going to have to make them play left-handed, especially if you don't play them the right way. If, if you don't treat their offense and understand what they're trying to do offensively, and you've got to be able to keep him in the pocket. You can't let him run around, and you've got to hit him. And you've got to jam the receivers, and you can't let Tyreek Hill run around and, and create havoc. And with that new offensive line that he has in front of him, if they can gel together, which I'm sure they probably will do a good job, I think they're, hard, they're going to be a hard, hard team to beat. Now, here's the problem with 17-0. Because of the long season, right, you know, do you, you know, do you keep – if they have a two-game lead in week 15 – do they keep playing those guys? Yeah, that's dicey. No, you're 100% right. Yeah. They you start to, hard. start to, you want to stay healthy as you head to the postseason. So you, right. you're betting your money there on a team that wants to chase history if they get to that point uh, and has the motivation to do so. Uh, there you see it 17 and 0, 18 to 1 uh, are the odds. Okay. Um, and team to go 0 and 17 is 14. My, not my Lions, right? They're going to win a couple <laughs> of games. They'll win. I mean, look, every, you know, look, it's a long season. It's hard to keep these players focused and concentrating all the time. The, before we, we're going to come back and get your leans, and then we'll bring Josh in uh, on the two NBA games tonight, get Mr. Baseball in the house with that catcher's mitt. The, four, the number posted on Houston right now at four, which is a crazy low number. If I were just to force you right now to bet on the, uh, on, would you go over the Texans four? Yeah. I think four might be the right number. I would go. I, I would think lean it is over. too. <laughs> I think I would lean over. I think they'll stumble. I mean, look, Art Shell coached the Raiders in 07, the year 06. We won two games. How? I don't know. How? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you can squeeze them out there. Okay, we'll come back with the leans here on the Lombardi line on a Memorial Day. It's BSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Lombardi Line Memorial Day, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Josh Applebaum coming up in just a bit. We'll get you plenty of baseball plays, Mr. Baseball there. It's not Johnny Bench. That's uh, Michael Lombardi. You, you thought it was Johnny Bench with the catcher's mate yesterday. Yeah, By the I way, uh, breaking, breaking news, I guess. It looks like a Shams is reporting news, that yeah. Lakers star Anthony Davis unlikely Michael to play in game five. Remember, the Suns now a little bit of a 115 favorite in the series, tied up at twos. Anthony Davis going to sit. Status on the series continues uh, is to be day to day as he's evaluated yeah i mean look it's the groin it's the it's the achilles it's it's something right i mean there's a message you get from players uh, from their injury history and it sends out their bodies kind of wearing down a little bit and maybe what anthony davis needs now he can't get it in this series but he needs rest you know the wear and tear this is what i worry a little bit about the nets 41 minutes for durant last night 40 minutes for harden 41 for kyrie you know, <laughs> they needed that game. Clearly, they wanted to put this thing away. They wanted, they didn't want Milwaukee to get way more rest than they've gotten. But 
I think the wear and tear on you, it becomes a problem. And I think that's really the issue. And so, uh, you know, you got to be really careful. And this wear and tear on Anthony Davis is fairly obvious. And, you know, coming off that Achilles, he took so much time off, and now it's the groin. Are you compensating for something else in your body because of that? You know, it's just challenging. My board's lighting up. Circa just went to five. Two more books, as you and I are talking, just went to five. It was four when we started the show, but literally it's like a Christmas tree here. Every every book is lighting up. They're all going to five. I, I don't know if that adjustment's going to be enough, Michael. I think it keeps going. I think it ends up closing five and a half-ish. But remember now, there was a time, and I want to say about a month ago, when they played this game, you know, Patrick, and I'm going to get you the exact date, they played, uh, they played without Davis and without, and without LeBron. And Phoenix had everybody at Lakers home. Lakers killed Do you remember them. this? Yeah. Lakers they, beat them. Yep. You know, Lakers, it was, it was back in May 9th. It was, no, that was the home game. I'm sorry. It was, it was, uh, it was, the, it was the game in. Yeah, maybe it was a game. Maybe it was. Maybe it was May 9th, and and the Lakers were home. Phoenix. Yeah, that was in, in L.A. Phoenix, You're right. It was Phoenix was favored by six and a half in that game, and the Lakers won one twenty three one ten. Remember it well. Remember this, that? Yeah, absolutely. And this is also immediately those uh, prop players. They immediately jump and start taking a look at LeBron's props for Game Five because you know this might be one of those where he, if if they're going to win, he might have to take over here. And so those individual props on LeBron are going to be very popular. A lot betting to the over. But again, if you're just joining us here on Vsin, Anthony Davis looks like he's going to be out for Game Five. Changes a lot. Will Hill, pour one out for Will Hill. But then again, yeah. if they were up, if they were up three, it's, they swept the Suns. He'd still be crying that the Lakers are struggling. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, look, I, I think he sees the. You know, one thing when you know a team really well, like I watch Philly, you see the deficiencies. You don't get caught up in the propaganda and the falling in love with the winning. You, you kind of worry about where is this team going and you know what's you know what's happening. I think Doc Rivers said it really good the other night. Is we shot, we we didn't miss. You know, will they miss tonight against Washington? They probably will. It'll be a closer game than you might suspect, at least for the first half. Remember, Miami had their bags packed, you know, one, two, three, Cancun. And then, you know, Milwaukee came back in that second half and took the game over behind Giannis. I mean, it's going to take kind of that effort. It's going to take Embiid to have to play more than 26 minutes tonight. This won't be a quick pushover. But they've got to establish themselves that they're the better team quickly because the more momentum you give the other team, they hang around. But oftentimes these teams, they don't want to hang around. They just want to get it over with. Well, it's painted nine across the board at pretty much every book with the 76ers laying it off the seven and a half opener. You see the 230. That's pretty much stuck right there. Do you have a lean on the total tonight? Uh, you know, the way, this, the way they both play defense, I would think you'd have to go over. You know, I think you have to go over the 230, right? You, you know, I've seen a couple of 229s and a half. Yeah, I, I, I think you gotta. I think you gotta lean towards the over here. I mean, and and uh, you know, I, I think that would be the better play. I, I can't imagine that they're gonna. Both teams are gonna play that great a defense. You know, look, the, the 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 Sixers can score at will on the Wizards. They don't have an answer for anything that they do. Well, you're bullish on your boys. Uh, we'll see when they uh, – hopefully it's going to be a Hawks 76er matchup because I think that's going to be a tremendous series. And you'll I probably think be cry the whole better. time. Oh, yeah. Um, the Hawks are going to win a few of those games. There's no doubt. <laughs> I said you – oh, gosh. 
They shoot too well. They shoot too well. They spread you out. They shoot too well. I got you. Trey Young will be a problem for him. Oh, of course he will. Players that don't even play for the Hawks are going to be an issue for the 76ers. (laughs) You're making fun of me. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) We're coming back. Market Insights, Josh Applebaum, next here, Lombardi Line. such a, a fun sport it's a it's attrition to bet and you can get the most out of your baseball bets uh, with us here at Vista and our experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet you get the live odds we we're just talking about that analysis for every game just go to vston.com slash MLB our daily members you get to remember if you sign up vston.com slash subscribe we send you free plays updated Bill AD throughout the day will send you free plays so you don't even really have to do the work but we can also help you so go to vston.com slash subscribe as we welcome you back so South Point took the number off the board uh, because Shams is reporting as we welcome you back that Anthony Davis Michael is going to miss game five so pretty much I'm seeing five and a halfs pop up now so that when somebody when a book takes the number off the board they're just adjusting it they don't want betters to bet into the stale number that was up uh, but there you see it uh, Anthony Davis but Michael you mentioned it it's not just this this is a confluence of injuries I mean it's constant something always something yeah, I mean, this is, I think his body's just the wear and tear on his body. And I think that's why there's no doubt, we, you know, they're going to not put that other four number. Remember, it was going trending the other way, right? We opened at four and a half. Josh, can you speak to this as well? And then it went down to four, and now it's back up again. So clearly, you know, there was a little steam on the Lakers until this news. And we talked about it, Josh Applebaum, Market Insights, the podcast every day, noon east. Go to vcin.com slash podcast. Josh, the best in the game. I, I explained the machinations of a number like a book, Josh, you got the opener, which is the, uh, the introduction to a book. You got the conclusion, which is where the number closes. But these type of moves, Anthony Davis, this is part of the body of the book. Hi, Josh. It really is, Patrick Michael. Happy Memorial Day. Uh, and, and really, this is the biggest news of the day. We have got a lot to get to. We got some baseball. We got two big NBA games tonight. But this is kind of the biggest news dominating not only the betting world, but the sporting world. So uh, as you mentioned, Patrick, uh, Shams reporting that Anthony Davis has this issue here with the groin strain. He's doubtful for the next upcoming game tomorrow night. Automatically, we have seen big money come in. And you're right, Patrick. A lot of times books will take a number off the board just because if you know they don't want to put out a bad number and really get crushed by it. So a lot of these books reopening now, and Michael, you're totally right. It was three and a half, four and a half, four off the board, back up. Now a lot of these books are up to minus five and a half. So big move here coming in with Anthony Davis. Doubtful. We'll see if he can play the rest of the series. The other thing, the under is three and one this series, guys. With Anthony Davis doubtful here for the next game tomorrow night, that total has dropped a lot. It was like 209 down to around 207 and a half, 208. But guys, here's the biggest takeaway for me, the series price. This alters the series price huge here guys because going into uh yesterday's yeah. game which uh which the suns won patrick when lakers were up two to one lakers were minus 600 favorites to win the series hmm. suns were plus 475 the updated stats now from BetMGM, you actually have a crazy switch here suns are now a minus 150 favorite to win this series because of anthony davis wow. here lakers plus 125 so michael what do you think does this change your outlook on the series obviously a massive injury 
would you would you buy low on the Lakers plus 125 or minus 150? Are the Suns going to win this series now because of this injury? You know, the, the game that, that resonates with me, Josh, is when, the, when both Davis and LeBron were out in a game that Phoenix was riding high. They went into Los, Los Angeles and they, they got beat by 13. I, I'm not really sold that th- this is doom and it could be doom and gloom for the next round. But I'm not, so, I'm not sold it's doom and gloom for this round. I mean, I think they have a good chance to rally back. Look, they didn't shoot well. We know that, right? They're not going to shoot as poorly as they did the other night. And, you know, the, the, the Suns had five, six guys in double figures, a lot of balanced scoring, you know, and, and we, we saw them win the game, score 100, but they only scored 100 points. I mean, Booker did not go off in the game. He had 17 points. So I'm not running to the window on the obvious one. These are one of those things I would cautiously go back to that game, look it over and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. They didn't even have those guys in the game, and they still beat them by 13. Something's up. We know, I know my man, Josh, he's got the contrarian stew in the background and he's just like, oh, it's five and a half. I'll wait till it gets to six. I'll wait till it gets to six and and he'll pounce on the Lakers. You know that, Josh. (laughs) Oh, you know, that's true. And although uh, Walenda yesterday, Michael, uh, shout out to you. I fell off the tire up there. I I fell (laughs) 50 stories down there on the Celtics. You you didn't even make it halfway across the the vet stadium. There it is. Let's throw up. There's Josh headed to the book. Yeah, yeah by my first step, I fell down. Yeah, <laughs> but guys, yeah, I, I mean, that, mention... you, tell me at what point? At what point did you say to yourself, watching that game, I blew this one? Well, no. At what point uh, did you say, I have to talk to Michael about this tomorrow? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I knew. I heard. I heard Michael in the back of my head. No, the whole time. But I would say, guys, one thing to take away, you know, from yesterday and what we've seen in the playoffs, we can't stress this enough. It's been very chalky. Mm-hmm. Favorites, overs, and we saw Patrick again yesterday. Favorites three and one ATS. The only dog. That covered one outright with the Suns there. But here's the key, guys. A lot of these stats, and TG, if you're listening, our guy Thomas Gable this is going to make him cringe because these popular bets are cashing at a very high rate in the playoffs. Favorites 23 and 13 against the spread now, 64%. $100 guy betting every favorite in the playoffs so far this year is up almost $1,000 with these favorites. Oh. Road favorites 8 and 1 ATS, 89%. Here's the key, guys. Short favorites, five or less. Uh, they were undefeated yesterday, 16 and 5 ATS, 76%. Favorites that are five and a half or more, 780 ATS. So it's been favorites. It's been chalky. But here's the key, guys. Those five or less short ones, cash with the Hawks, cash with the Clippers, those are the ones that have been doing really well this playoffs. Chalky. Chalky. Very, when you hear chalk, obviously that means faves. So we, we, sometimes we get a little uh, lost in the vernacular here. Okay, Josh, uh, first off, big baseball. Uh, Mr. Baseball, are you going to have a play for us coming up here? I know. I already gave you a play. I the gave you the athletics. Nobody pay, see, nobody pays attention. JJ, <laughs> why do I do this? JJ, well, yeah, why? You know, nobody pays attention. I gave the athletics. You're in your out. 60s. You, you can be more caught. You're fine. I don't need to rock you to bed every night. Come on, man. You're good. <laughs> well, but you asked me for a pick that I already. Hey, I got a minute and a half until the next break. This is called a bridging the gap, my friend. Uh, there he is. It. There's Mr. That. Baseball. I, There's Mr. Baseball. You know, You're laying the I mean, 118. I like the ace. I like the ace. Today. I know Josh I, I doesn't like that it. play, by the way. Guess watch this. Hey, Josh, I, do you a, like do you like the ace today? I'm a little nervous. On of course one, you are. An open one. Th- I know why. Go ahead. This thing's it's dipping a little bit here to uh, to Seattle. So, Michael, you're getting a good number, I would say, but. Open minus 130, down to minus 120-ish right now. It looks like a little bit of money coming coming in on Seattle. Visual dog high total. But, Michael, you're getting a good number. So that that is a good spot there. 
I, you know, I've never really – like, you got a good number with the, the Celtics. How'd that feel for you yesterday? Oh, gosh. Oh, Jeez. not good. That good <laughs> not, those good numbers mean nothing to me at all. They mean nothing to me at all. Like, the good number yesterday was, let's be real honest, the good number was the Knicks, the over-under, 209.5. You know, uh, I think that's the good number. But that, that half point was what, what we needed to win that one. Hmm. <laughs> Cantankerous, cantankerous on a Memorial Day, isn't he? Yeah, no, no. I'm just well, being honest. Sometimes those numbers. What's, the, what's the weather like there, by the way? Oh, probably the sun bad. came out. No big yeah. deal. Well, it's, it's just a pool day here. here. We were just talking to John about it. It's going to be 99. No big deal. Pool day. You want to come over, Michael? Bring yeah, a good mood. To. Bring your <laughs> bring your A's ticket and good mood and a speedo. Let's do it, Lombardi. We come back. We got plenty of plays. We'll get leans on the two in the NBA hockey as well. Got a question for Josh about his Patriots and baseball. More baseball as we continue. It's the Lombardi line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
One game parlay, BetMGM. This is the best thing around right now. Over 400 bet types within a single game. Bet on MLS and NBA right now with the one game parlay. More sports to come. Okay, it's paid for in free bets. Use the code VSIN600, VSIN600 over at BetMGM. You can get involved. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9WITH-IT in Indiana. In Tennessee, call or text Redline. 800-889-9789. I got something for you, boys. Can we throw that up, Michael? You're going to love this. Can we throw that up, okay. JJ? Uh, oh, I love it. Look at, look at, look at, look at, there's what, what, what way is he going though? It looks like he's going the wrong way. He's the definitely going to crash. <laughs> yes. Yes. Towards plus nine on the Celtics. Applebaum, your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, this is mm -hmm. actually, believe it or not, guys, this is me on the Montreal Canadiens tonight, guys, in game seven. Here, a little, little, yeah. little habitants, uh, plus 200 on a plus 180 game seven line moves, 23 and nine uh, to the, uh, to the team they moved to in game seven. So Michael, this is actually me me on the ice. See if I can uh, try not to slip here, trying to put the ticket in on the Habs. I can't get enough. That's that's my favorite. That well, Mr. Baseball's good too. Uh tonight, Montreal in Toronto. Uh excuse me. Uh Montreal is what's the price on that? You I got one seventy five here. You got one eighty? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, so grabbed it a little bit earlier today, guys. But this is a huge game in the NHL tonight. I know it might not be the most popular play, but looking at the Toronto Maple Leafs, they had a lead here, three to one in the series. They were up big. They were cruising. Montreal has stormed back. They won the last two games. We're now going to Game Seven. Uh, the Leafs really kind of getting tight here, thinking about maybe blowing another series lead. Montreal playing with some momentum. If you want to lay this move with the with the uh, with the Leafs, obviously a big favorite, expected to win. But guys, I'm going to take a shot on Montreal here. There's a big line move toward Montreal. A lot of these books open the Leafs like minus 220, minus 230. They're all the way down to minus 200. May not seem like a lot, but line moving to Montreal. And again, these line moves in game seven. You saw it when Vegas beat uh, the Wild a, a few days ago. Uh, didn't have a good result last night for Vegas, Patrick. But uh, these line moves in game seven, 23 and nine, especially when you get some steam, 10 cents or more. So I'm going to take a shot on the Habs. Risk one unit, try to get one point. And just quickly to back up what you're doing with the Habs. So they're up 3-1 in the third in game six. Maple Leafs come back and tie it up. Habs go to overtime and win it. That's some metal there, Josh. That's that's sure. that's what that's what we're talking about here. Uh, yeah, that was disgusting. I don't know, Michael, if you saw that, but last night the Golden Knights. Tough time for my neighbors here in town. Pour <laughs> one out for my neighbor next door, Shirley. Yeah. Shout to Shirley. Uh, the yeah. Habs beat up on the Golden Knights seven to one. It was ugly. Oh, it was disgusting, Patrick. And again, the other thing here, uh, keep an eye on the, that was one situation there where uh, open minus 170, it actually dipped a little bit toward the Knights. Maybe that was that Knights tax we always talk about, uh, but big, big win there for the Avalanche. And Ryan Reeves now uh, going to, he, he was a kind of a dirty play he made. He might be suspended here a bit. So Colorado really cruising. This looks like a team that could make a, a deep cup run here. Yeah, Shirley didn't believe it was a dirty hit on Reeves, just to clarify. <laughs> she used an F-bomb in explaining the uh, opposing team. Um, okay. Let's uh, let's get to these NBA. And first off, if you're just joining us, we can report that Shams has mentioned and reported that Davis is going to be out for game five with the hamstrings. So that number's jumping five and a half, mostly across the board for game five uh, in Phoenix. OK, Michael, uh, it's crunch time. Are you laying the nine with your 76ers tonight in a total of 230? You know, these are the kind of games that I think your best is to stay away from. I, I it, all all sense of analyzing the game says t lay the nine and go with the Sixers. 
you know, but the one thing that I worry a little bit about is they shot the ball extremely well. Danny Green, Seth Curry, they were all shooting really well at the last game. I, I have a sense it could be a tighter game, although I don't know the motivation of Washington. Is it going to be one and done, get out of here? What's Westbrook's injury like? He, you know, he played good the other day. He had a triple-double. Is he going to come back? Beal did not shoot the ball well in the last game. Simmons does bother him with his length. So I do think the Sixers can win this game. I, there's no doubt in my mind they need to win the game. They need to be able to get some rest. But uh, I worry about the nine. I think that's a high number, especially if Washington. I would go look more towards the the first half, take Washington, whatever the first half number is, and take Washington. That would be my sense of it before I got into this nine. Josh, if you're looking at the total, the under is 14 and 5 in the 76ers last 19. So, pretty good trend pointing to that under 230. Patrick, you and me are thinking alike here. By the way, Michael, Wizards plus four and a half in the first half. So, maybe they keep it close if you're kind of uh, looking at that angle. But I'm exactly with Michael on this one. Number one, if you want to bet the Sixers, I don't blame you. Favorites are killing it right now, 64%. Road favorites are 8-1 ATS, so this spot has done very, very well in the playoffs. But for me, it's tough because this is an insanely lopsided game. Almost 9 out of 10 tickets laying it with the Sixers. You're not getting the best number. Open 7.5. It's up to 9. So I think you're late to the party if you like the, the um, 76ers here. But, Patrick, I'm with you. If I'm playing this game, I'm looking toward the under. It opened around 230, even 230.5. It's down to around 230, 229.5. So this thing is falling. And what I like is, you know, maybe in a closeout game, uh, maybe you take your foot off the gas if you're up big. Uh, we'll see how this plays out. But uh, to me, the fact that you have heavy betting over yet the line fell, if I'm, I'm not touching this spread. I'm not walking Willenda here, guys, with, with the Wizards. I'm going under or no play in this okay, one. Okay, good one. I actually like the over in our next matchup, the Jazz at the Grizz, although the number is running away from me. Michael, uh, the Jazz with the experience and the three-point shooting, number open five, I see a six, mostly five and a halfs, and a total of 225 and a half. I think I'm going to take the Grizz here. I just think, to me, they're going to play with a lot of heart. They're young. Uh, Morant's playing well. Brooks is playing really, uh, really well. And, uh, you know, Utah's such a good three-point shooting team. I know that they were able to do it last game, but that was a close game. You know, it's a home game for Memphis. I think Memphis is going to try to drill down. I I'm going to lean towards Memphis here just because they're playing at home, and I think it's going to be hard to really beat them in, like they did the last time and cover and shoot as well as they did. Josh, uh, quickly on the road, their last six is a favorite in the postseason. The Jazz are six and zero to the over, uh, and in Utah seems content to be pushing the tempo offensively. I I, I like this over, although uh, I'm not getting the best of the number because I think it opened two twenty three. Am I correct? You're totally correct, Patrick, and I'm with you. You know, I'm, Michael, I'm with you. I, I lean Grizzlies here. Uh, you know, the key to me was it was like five, five and a half got to six. Any six got scooped up back down to five and a half. So maybe that was a, a number that the Sharp said, hey, if the six is there, then there's value in that spot. Also, again, favorites killing it. But when you're minus five and a half or more, you're a bigger favorite. You're only seven in ATS this postseason. It's been these smaller favorites that have done very well. But, Patrick, I'm with you. To me, the, the over is the is the play here. Again, it has risen a little bit, but open 223 and a half. It's up to 225 and a half. And this, to me, is a pro and Joe over. If you look at a lot of these bet splits from BetMGM, 74% of bets are on the over. So it's a public play. I don't love that. But 87% of money is on the over. So that tells me. These bigger, sharper wagers are on the over. And again, pros don't care what the public's doing. They seem to really like this over. 
Uh, the over, I think, is what? 3-0 and this series? So I'm looking at another high-scoring game. Patrick, I'll sweat the over with you there. And you don't have to go anywhere but vcin.com to check out those bet splits. We've added bet splits to our arsenal. Just go bookmark vcin.com right now. But in it's game two, would they score 270 points, Michael? So 225 and a half, although that's an outlier. I get it, but I do like the over. You know, you talk about your bet splits here. Let's let's go back to the Sixers Wizards game. I mean, in the, you know, we only have 19% of the tickets that 15%, excuse me, of the tickets that have been written up on this game. And there's almost 19,000 tickets written up already before the seven o'clock tip tonight. And and 15% of those tickets are coming in on the Wizards. But the Wizards have almost 39% of the money coming in on them, and the lines moving away from them. So this would be a rever- This would be a little bit of a line, even though the money's coming in. The money's still moving towards towards Phil away from the Wizards. So I, I think to me, it's it's something to take note of. And and like for the Grizzlies game, you know, there's only 23% of the tickets on the Grizzlies, 13% of the money. There's no money coming in on the Grizz at all. And yet that numbers and that numbers going in the right direction. It's going towards the Grizz. Always an important day, Memorial Day for baseball. How about your Red Sox and Cora returning to Houston? Going to be some drama there, Josh. I know you got a few plays you want to you want to share with us. Yeah, we'll start with the Sox here, guys. Three of them, Michael. We'll see if if we overlap on any of these. But uh, Red Sox, they won three in a row uh, against Atlanta, against Miami, going to Houston. Patrick, and you mentioned this is Alex Cora coming back to Houston. The World Series, the cheating scandal, all that. So you have that kind of drama here. But I, I really like this line move to the Red Sox. Majority of bets are on Houston here at home. But Houston Open has a very short, like, minus 110 favorite. Now it's flipped to the Red Sox. The so Red Sox have gone from plus 102, plus 103, a little bit of plus money, now to a minus 110 favorite. thing I like here, Sox are great on the road. Second best team on the road in baseball, only to the Rays. Sox are 16-7 and seven on the road this year. Also a rested favorite versus back-to-back team. Sox are rained out yesterday. Astros played. That rested versus back-to-back, 60%. Also a short road favorite uh, or less, uh, 150 or less coming off a win, 61% this year. So I'll be sweating the socks here. I like this movement dog to fave to Boston. Okay. I like the over in this one. It was eight and a half. Now it's pushed up to nine. I, I thought it was a good play there. Uh, you know, I, I think Rodriguez will dominate the Astros, and I, I think it, the, there'll be some runs scored in this game. But it, now it's pushed up to nine, so I would lay off. I liked it at eight and a half on the over. Josh, you got two more plays. MLB, go go right ahead. Yeah, two more real quick, Patrick. Uh, keep an eye on the Philadelphia Phillies. This game's coming up here uh, pretty shortly, only about 10, 15 minutes. But uh, decent move to the Phils here. They're on the road against Cincinnati. Uh, you have uh, Velasquez against Miley. Velasquez quietly been pretty good this year, 2-0, 2.95 ERA. This line opens Cincy, a very short favorite, around like minus 120. But the public doesn't know what to do yet. You're seeing this movement toward the Phillies. So Phillies, it's becoming basically a pick em type number, even though it opened Reds minus 120. So you got some movement here. Uh, this will be a road dog high total. Uh, road dogs and dogs off a loss versus opponent off a win. All matching with the Phillies here. Uh, Michael, what do you think? Would you sweat the Phillies with me in this one? You know, I, I like the Reds here. I, I really do. I, I have a hard time with that. The Phillies on the road, what, they're 16 and 21 on the road. I think I, I, think I would take – I think I like the, the Reds here. You go ahead on this one. You walk that line yeah, with there. Yeah, throw go up ahead, the John. Walenda. Let's throw it up one more time <laughs> oh, for the yeah. kids. Oh, yeah. Me and the Phils. Listen, you guys, have a, have a great day. Uh, enjoy Memorial Day. Don't forget to take a second. There's Walenda. Take a second, step back, and understand what it's really all about. Uh, Michael, what are you going to do today? 
I've got to move. I got to move, and I got you know I got to pack. It's hey. moving day. It's not. Oh, I've got I to can't pack help, stuff. Bro. I'm on my. Uh, yeah, I know you can't. I, can't I know that. everybody. It's it's like a kid. nobody I can't, can't find pick anybody. you up from the airport either. Although you know my my, my the executive producer of the show, Bill Berman, he was over here helping today. God love him. You know, Nick Shout and Berman BB. were here. <laughs> Josh, Thanks, buddy. Josh, have a great day. Appreciate it, guys. Good okay. luck. Happy Memorial Day. The nuts is coming up next. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.